Hey moms, welcome to the Gather Moms podcast. My name is Kate. And I'm Rebecca. We've created this space just for you because we're both moms and we get you. Yes, we believe there truly ain't no hood like the motherhood and we need to be in this together. We also believe we can't mom well without Jesus. So you're going to hear us talk about him too. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Gather Moms and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. All right, mamas, let's jump in. Mamas, welcome to episode 68 of the Gather Moms podcast. We are talking about mom interruptions on the podcast. And, you know, being a mom means everything in your life gets interrupted, right? Yes. Your plans get interrupted. Your body is interrupted. Your mind is interrupted. Your bathroom time is interrupted. Oh, yes. Hey, you know what's about to get interrupted is my clothes. My little... My big girl is about to start wearing the same size as me. And I can already see her eyeballing my clothing. She about to be taking stuff? Yeah, we're about to do closet interrupted. Isn't that kind of fun, though, that you could hand things down to her and be like, girl, I don't want this anymore. Take it. No, she got these really nice shoes, these Nike Air Force ones. And I was like, She wears the same size as you? fit me. Are you joking? No, and she was like, "Um, 100% you're not wearing these. (laughs) You know what, though? That's so true because I feel like little girl sizes in like four, five, and six are the same as women's six, seven, eight. It is because I was like, whoa, these feel big. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Okay, I'm looking forward to that day. Yeah. That sounds fun. I used to sew my mom's clothes. But I don't think I stole my mom's you clothes. Didn't. She oh, was a teacher. Judy. She wore crocheted sweater vests. You know what? I'm actually <laughs> thinking there probably was some crochet in there because she did sew our clothes for a while. Did she? Oh, not going to lie. I love it. Yeah. Y'all were so homeschool adjacent. I can't believe y'all didn't <laughs> end up homeschooling. <laughs> okay, but, you know, all those things get interrupted. But I wonder if the biggest thing that gets interrupted when we become mothers is our sleep. Oh, 100%. Yes. Don't you yes. think? Yes. Like it's never the same. Never. It gets completely. I don't even know if I can remember what it was like before being a mom. So interestingly, when I was putting this episode together, I was thinking about what was it like when I was like newly married, it was just Jeremy and I, or even like when I was a teenager, remember being a teenager and like sleeping till like 11 a.m.? Well, my teenager sleeps till 11 a.m. And I'm like, how are you sleeping with all this hustle and bustle in this house? But yeah. They're just like out like a cold. Yeah. Just, man. Yeah. That glorious sleep. Yes. Yeah, what was that mm. like? How do I Does get Does it come that? back one day? I don't know. Because my parents talk about, sometimes I'll call my parents at like 8.30 in the morning. They're not up yet. <gasps> they're still sleeping? They're still sleeping. Ooh, okay, I, think I like that. potentially there's an opportunity for it to come back around. Because I get nervous that it's just downhill from here. Like I'm going to be up peeing when I'm 70 or like things are going to hurt me. I don't know. Do you not <laughs> think about that? Well, I do think that older people visit breakfast joints way earlier yeah. than us youngins yeah so they're up at four might as well go get you a biscuit yeah maybe because they're going to bed at eight they're like we don't have anything else they to don't do. go to bed at eight they go to bed at like six because they're eating dinner at four yeah so <laughs> that does not sound fun no but listen that is something to look forward to is more sleep someday so i have a few quotes for you about moms and sleep that i thought were kind of funny so i'm I ready to get your reaction yes. to these okay for the person that says to you you look tired I have kids. I'm pretty sure this is just my face now. (laughs) (laughs) It's the rudest thing when people say, oh, you look tired. No, I take that as like, you're right. I should go home and take a nap. See you later. (laughs) Rebecca, I will never forget one morning you came uh, after I had Caroline, you came to get Lydia for me to take her to preschool. 
with Abby. Okay. You were like helping me. Uh-huh. And you came to the door and I'm holding Caroline and you go, oh, was it a rough night? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, it was a rough night, Doc. She's six weeks old. <laughs> what else are you supposed to say in that moment? You look amazing. <laughs> you can't say that. That's a lie. Well, yeah. No, but I'm like, ooh. Yeah. We need to come up with some good, like, what to say when you can't say you look tired. Oh, what do you say? Nothing. 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 You're killing it. You have kept this baby alive. I'm so proud of you. Okay. Um, there should. Here's the next quote. There should be a game show called Are You Smarter Than a Sleep Deprived Mom? Where you answer basic questions while making a sandwich for a screaming toddler attached to your leg. Yes. I love that. And then maybe think about the questions episode. Yes. You know? Or... Like, when you're driving, I don't know what it is about driving, but I feel like the questions are coming from the back. Yeah. You don't have enough sleep. You're trying to remember where to go. Yeah. I start saying the most random answers. Well, my kids are asking me to turn up the radio, and I'm like, I cannot. What? We cannot have music going. It is taking everything I have to concentrate on getting us safely to this place. Yes. Okay. I like that game. All right. And then I laughed at this because I pictured us all, like, sleep ninjas laying newborns down, if you remember being a sleep ninja. (gasps) This says, that dreaded moment when you put down a sleeping baby and your hand is trapped under them and you would rather saw your arm off than risk waking them. Okay, listen. So I'm keeping my neighbor's baby right now. Yeah. I watched her yesterday and I literally, when I lay her in the crib, my hand is trapped under her head Uh and I have found that there's something about the warmth of my hand on her neck. So if she starts to wiggle, I just grab a little tighter, hold a little longer, and then I start prying one finger at a time. Away from her neck. And then you ever so slowly pull it. It's like it's like you won the Super Bowl. When you get your hand out, she's in the crib asleep, and you're like, yes. Yeah, but it's not like you start dancing, because don't you tiptoe out of that room? Tip-a-toe. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Then she wakes up 30 minutes later. Well. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm working through it. It's fine. Okay, this is the last one. I don't want to sleep like a baby. I just want to sleep like my husband. Preach. Did... Did your husband, did Greg sleep through the baby stuff? Was he up? Yes. He slept through it? I don't know that he got up. Again, I feel like my brain is fog from anything before the age of 12. Really? You just <laughs> let it all go? I can't remember anything. Yeah, Jeremy could sleep through anything. So we had a huge storm the other night. Like the Oh, he did sleep through the storm the other night. I heard everything. Shaking. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like, it, there was one night, and this was a couple of years ago, but the huge storm came through, so there was wind picked up and stuff like that. So off of our back door, we can go to our, like, back patio. So I start hearing something banging on our back wall, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, what is that? So I open our back patio door, which is three feet from Jeremy's head, okay? I open the door. <laughs> Outside, it's this torrential rain. It's wind. And I realize that the patio umbrella has lifted up out of the table – and it's like on the side of the house. Yes. Opened. Yes. And yes. it's that pole is banging against the house. So I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm standing out there, like in a tornado. I grab this umbrella and then it's like trying to like take me up. My hair is getting swished all around. It's wet and windy and everything. I finally get this. Are you screaming for help? I'm like, <gasps> and trying to wind down the umbrella, yes, right? And down. then like, put, t- you know, tuck it away on the porch. I come back in the room. I'm wet 
just my clothes are just like slathered about, you know. Jeremy is just snoring away. Has in the not bed. heard a single Did not thing. hear a thing. And I looked at him and I was like, Are you serious? <laughs> Did you wake him up on and be like, Listen, I need you to see me right now because I have just been through the tornado? Yeah, I really did. I was like, are you serious right now? <laughs> Listen, I feel like women have this sixth sense about where the noise is coming from. Because when I hear things blowing in the backyard, I like mentally know what it is. Okay. I think that's the umbrella. Okay. Oh, we probably left it open and didn't. Okay, it's probably against the fence now. Yeah, that pole. <laughs> like, I feel like I don't have to be there. I know exactly what's happening back there. I do. Yeah. Yeah. No, we know. We know what the sounds are. And they just sleep through everything. everything. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And I, I mean, I guess I'm thankful one of us is sleeping through it. What was God's plan, though? Like, I'm just, like, when we get to heaven. Okay, so what were you thinking, God, when you were like, women wake up at everything. Men sleep through everything. What's, I don't understand. Yeah, I is don't know. Is there a spiritual thing there? What's happening? I mean, maybe, because my man, he lays down in bed, and within 30 seconds, he's asleep. Like, yes. I don't, but obviously that is not Kate's situation either. So it's like, a, it's a spiritual gift. Listen, I have to go to sleep before him because then the snoring starts. Okay. And if I wait till after the snoring starts, it's, I'm, I can't do it. I can't do it. The snoring. We're going to get to that. Okay. All right. So we have to talk about sleep because it affects everything. I did a bunch of research. I'm not going to bore you guys with it because I think it's all like super obvious. Sleep affects everything. <laughs> it affects our mental health. It affects our ability to focus. It affects our weight. It affects our overall health. Like there's all these things linked to heart disease and stuff like that when you aren't getting enough sleep. It affects our re- emotional responses. Oh, amen. Right? Yes. We know that for sure. Yes. Um, so I asked moms in stories as I was getting ready for this. I was like, you know, I wonder how moms, our moms out there are doing with sleep. I was so surprised by how many responses I got. And so I want to share those um, with you guys. But I think... It's important for us to have this conversation because we need to take it seriously. I think we've gotten used to the fact that we're all just tired and we think that this is normal. And I want us to kind of investigate this and shed some light on it in hopes that we can do better. Let's do better. Does that mean I get to sleep more? Well, we're going to try. Okay. Okay, so here we go. So um, I asked moms, do you feel like you're getting enough sleep? And 42% of moms said they were getting eight hours of sleep. (gasps) That's really good. I know. I was really Who proud are of that. you? Who well, are you? Tell me your names. So, but 40% of moms are getting less than six hours of sleep, which health standards say you have got to get between seven to nine hours. That that's healthy for an adult. I just want to find that health person and be like, tell me about your life. Do you I, have kids? I know, but do that's what all the studies what do you say. Do? <laughs> Who are you? I know, but that's what the studies say is that, you know, the average adult needs to get seven to nine hours of sleep at night. I wonder what kind of a person I would be with nine hours of sleep a night. I think that would be lovely. Yeah, right? Yes. All right. Um, 8% is getting more than eight hours of sleep. Ooh. Yeah. That's the lottery right there. Yeah. I had one one mama respond, and she said she actually falls asleep too easily, and it's a problem in her marriage. (laughs) (laughs) You wonder if that husband's like, wake up, girl. Uh, You're like, nope, sorry. Not waking up. Have you ever done that? Have you ever pretended to be asleep when you're not asleep? Oh, 100%. <laughs> Playing possum? Yes, especially, you know, when a kid comes in. I mean, that's the other thing to talk about is the kids always come to the mom's side. <gasps> what is it? They pass. They have to pass Greg yeah. to get to me because I'm not sleeping by the door. Yeah. I, well, that would be another interesting question to ask uh-huh. moms. Do you yeah. sleep by the door? Our bed faces the door. Oh, y'all are in like a, you're like both in between. Yeah. You're like 50-50. Yeah. No, I never want to be by the door. 
Yeah, they always come to me. And isn't it the scariest thing to happen to you to have like this no, figure? Because no, I told you, I can hear. So when I hear that little pitter patter at the door, I already know there is a child walking to my side of the bed. You've never just woken up and there's this weird human standing there staring at you? I don't think so. Oh, well, good for you. It Greg is- has punched Abby before because <laughs> she did that next to him and he <laughs> punched her. So I have never punched a child. So sorry. Okay, she thinks that's real funny. Have you never punched a kid? No, I think that is amazing. That is amazing. No wonder she doesn't come to his side. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's true. Maybe that's why. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Okay, so then I asked moms, what is keeping you up at night? And the number one answer was anxiety. Oh, like thinking in your thinking. head? Thinking. All the things you have to do. Worrying okay. about things. How yes. is this going to work out? You know, just like anxiety. Just having a hard time getting your mind to rest. Which I'm like, 100%. Yes. No, listen. When I get in the bed, if it has not been done, said, prepped, planned. Yeah. It's out. I'm, no. That's your sevenness. Your, your, oh, that's that your ability to just like rise above. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, another thing is that they are struggling to get enough sleep because they're staying up too late. So this is actually something called revenge bedtime procrastination. There is studies on this. Revenge Bedtime procrastination. Yes. And about 76% of the moms that responded do this. They stay up too late just because it is the only opportunity. (gasps) Oh, they're taking revenge. They're taking back their lives. Okay, yes. They're taking revenge on all this time that is taken away from them. And they're like, this is mine. I'm going to stay up as long as I want and do what I want. Yes. Okay. Because the house is quiet. They finally have a minute to like watch some dumb show and play Candy Crush. Or I'm just speaking into what I do. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it's like your opportunity for it finally to be quiet, for you to finally have a minute to yourself. So women across the world end up staying up later than they should just to enjoy that little bit of peace and quiet, which I totally understand. I get it 100%. Okay, well, yeah, get your revenge. Yeah. The other thing, because then it keeps you up, because if you start watching a good show, and your mind gets going, and you get into it, you know, so I can't watch a good show after 9 o'clock. I need recommendations for good shows, then. I must not have good (laughs) shows. I feel like there's no good shows. I can't watch a good show after 9 o'clock, so I've been re-watching Chuck. Do you remember the old show, Chuck? No, what's Chuck? Oh, it's so good. He like gets, he's like a spy, but he's like a normal guy. It's just the cutest. Okay, is it on Netflix? Uh, it's on HBO Max. What? You people on HBO Max. <laughs> we need to talk about that. I am so left out because I don't have HBO Max. Everything's on HBO Max now and I it's got it's nothing. It's bundle we have. We don't have the bundle, okay? Okay. I'm well, bitter. Chuck is super cute, but I can't, I, I just learned this about myself. I can't watch after nine o'clock because I get all excited about Chuck and these missions that he's on. And you then know? you got to keep watching and you can't stop. Yeah. So if I'm going to watch something dumb, if I'm going to watch something after nine o'clock, it has to be like Wings or the Golden Girls or Frasier. Nobody is- even knows what Wings are, Kate. <laughs> Nobody. Okay. I remember one summer when Greg went to South Africa on a mission trip, and I was home with the kids for two weeks, that I got hooked on Downton Abbey. Okay. And I stayed up till 4 a.m. Okay, yes. Binge watching that, that show. Yeah. But that's happens. the only one. Okay. Okay, but at least you can Okay, I got one. That's I got good. one. Okay, now I was surprised by how many people said insomnia. I got insomnia, insomnia, insomnia over and over and over. Okay. So insomnia is defined as a sleep disorder in which you have trouble falling and or staying asleep. 
oh, insomnia is the worst, right? And it's exacerbated by like you're laying there and you're thinking, this is like, it's so funny to know that this is the universal thought. If I go to sleep right now, I'll get six hours of sleep. We always are like managing in our head how much time is left on the clock yes. before the alarm goes off. If I go to sleep right now, I'll get five hours of sleep. Yes. If I go to sleep right now, right? Yes. Or like if you do wake up in the middle of the night and you look at the clock and it's 1 a.m., you're like, yes, <laughs> I got five more hours. <laughs> but if you wake up and it's 4 a.m., you're like, ugh. Yeah. I only got two more hours. Yeah, but I hate it if I wake up. So sometimes what happens to me is I'll fall asleep for like an hour and a half, and then I'll wake up and I'm like, oh, what What should we do now? It's like 1130, and I'm like hungry. My, I feel like I've got like restless leg syndrome or something. Are you in, in WebMDing all the things in your body to see what's happening? My legs feel restless, so I'm assuming that's restless legs. <laughs> <laughs> there's a doctor listening right now. They're like, yeah, there's a little more to it than that, but okay. But I end up feeling hungry, and I always want something like snacky that I can crunch on. I'm not going to go eat something. I'm not going to eat a banana at midnight. You know Who what I mean? Who wants a banana at midnight? Exactly. Unless it's covered in ice cream, chocolate syrup, and pecan. No, I'm going to go eat some cheeses. Doritos. Yeah, something I can munch, you yes, know? Yes, yes. And then I can usually fall back to sleep. But, yeah, that's that happens to me. So, listen, but I usually sleep super great because I take something. We're going to get to that in a minute. <laughs> but last night, I could not sleep. And it was so interesting because I thought, wonder if the Lord's getting me into the mind of all the moms that cannot sleep. Maybe So I was, was up thinking about all of you mamas who are up moms, at night. Moms, you should know how much Kate loves you. <laughs> she was connecting with you. So it was interesting. I had um, several moms say that they in- developed insomnia after having a baby. So their sleep rhythm got so messed up, mm-hmm. just dealing with the newborns and stuff like that, that they, they developed insomnia. And then um, one of our friends reached out and said she has menopause insomnia. She has early onset menopause and that that affects your ability to stay asleep because it's all hormone related. I'm 100%. I have a I have premenopause or whatever that is. I'm really? Gonna, I'm going to need her name later because I'm going to need to call her. Okay? <laughs> so if you're listening right now, Bradford's about to reach out. And then the obvious thing that is keeping us up at night are babies and kids. Right? Yes. I mean, that's clear, number one, obvious thing. So with babies, I mean, it's just so hard Gosh, it's so hard if you are listening and you have a kid under a year old, man, it is just, you know, it, those first six months, you don't know if you're going to get any sleep, but then the rest of the year, it's a roll of the dice. If you guys, well, and sometimes they'll hit like a really good sleep pattern and you're like, we have arrived and then they have a growth spurt and it all changes. Yep. And so it is just so hard. You know, that time period is just so hard and then, you know, you have these bigger kids and you start to adjust, but man, you know, you're still getting up at night for kids who need something or other. What are your, what is Abby getting up for in the middle of the night that she needs? She has bad dreams. Okay. Or I just think it's a comfort. I think yeah. for some kids, it's just a comfort to be close to their parent. Yeah. So her first reaction, if she wakes up, is go to mom. Okay. I mean, like, she's not, I don't know, what is that called? Self-soothing? I don't know what that is. Yeah. You know, where you say, just roll over and uh-huh. go back to sleep. Yeah. No, man, they're going to come, like, snuggle up <laughs> next to you. And I always am like, oh, this is so sweet. I missed you. And then five minutes later, I'm like, oh, my goodness. I cannot move. You are on top of me. Okay. Get away. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, because she's gotten bigger now. She's not mm-hmm. the little toddler. And Greg puts a pillow in between us in the bed. I might be sharing too much right here because <laughs> he needs his personal space for sleep. So, obviously, he's not going to let her by him. Uh-huh. So, then it's the pillow, Abby, me. 
So whatever space I did have before the pillow is now infringed on by the small child. And so he's happy. I mean, his life is <laughs> he great. He has no idea. He's good. That's so funny. We make a pillow wall when our kids have to sleep together, like in a hotel or something, because they don't, you know, they don't want to have to touch each other. Oh, so really? We, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, come on, people. We are family. I know. Put your toes down. Listen, I know. Grab one another. So... Then I asked, you know, the next question is, okay, we all realize this is a problem, right? I think universally moms have interrupted sleep and it messes with us and we know it, you know, we can feel it and we end up drinking too much caffeine to try and help it in the mornings. Um, or, you know, sometimes people end up, you know, having a drink or something at night to help to them calm down, calm down. And they actually, all the studies show that those chemicals are just making it worse that you actually would think, you know, that that drink in the evening is going to help slow you down. They actually show that it has the reverse effect. There's an immediate slowdown, but then there, it actually messes with you later on. So I thought that was really, that is, yes. Um, you know, but we just, we have this issue and I think we just kind of, you know, in the way we, we have, we talked about this with the dieting issues or with the body image issues that we just kind of assume, well, I'm a mom, I'm just not going to get enough sleep, you know, and I think there's a certain amount of that where we go, yeah, my sleep is probably not going to be ideal every night, right? Because I've given birth to these babies and they need things and stuff like that. But I don't think that we have to um, accept it at the level that we have. I think that we can fight back and be more intentional and and do a little bit to make it better, um, because we do know that it affects every part of our lives. And so we can make some choices in order to like be a little bit more strategic about this. Yeah, I think that's the key, this, the making willful choices to help. Yeah. Because sometimes when you get in that cycle of, okay, this is the norm, this is how life is, it's almost a comfortable place to be because yeah. it's an excuse. Because you're like, okay, well, I just, I have to drink coffee in the morning or I have to do this, I have to do that because that's just my life now. Yeah. But that's really kind of giving in. Yeah, or we become of, victims. Yes. You know? Blame everything on, right. I didn't sleep good last night, or I'm so tired. I do that. I oh, know. my gosh. I, I totally do that. I know. I know, and it's hard, and I, you know, there is some of that is going to happen naturally, but I think by and large, we have an opportunity to make some choices to make this part of our lives better, and it's probably going to take a little tweak and twack, right? Because, ooh, what's a twack? <laughs> It's a Kate word. <laughs> because what works for me may not work for you and vice versa, right? right? Right. And the amount of sleep that you need may not be the amount of sleep that I need. Yeah. Because I do think during different seasons, different things may work. For sure. There have been times in my life where I have, you know, needed less sleep. Um, but interestingly, it was odd. When the pandemic hit, I remember we slept a lot. Oh my gosh, we slept so much. Do you remember so that? It was amazing. It was like we were all... As the adults, we were getting nine hours of sleep at night, and then the kids were sleeping big. Yes. You know? Yes. And it's interesting that you bring up seasons because we needed that. We were so mentally, emotionally fatigued that we needed it. And I think it's okay for us to remember that, guys, we are not far out from that. And, like, our worlds are still in major upheaval. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the world is crazy. And so if you're still feeling some fatigue from that and you still need the rest, go on, girl. All right, so I asked, I love these responses because I asked um, what people did to help get a good night's sleep, like what had worked for them. So we got a bunch of responses, but there were so many themes of Ooh, like things themes. people said over and over. Give us some themes. So I pulled the themes. All right, one that people said over and over was getting outside. 
that there is something about if you can get outside during the day and okay. get some sunshine. I was like, I was like at night. <laughs> I'm confused. Are we going in the backyard? What's happening? No, the thing that is working for moms across the world is sleeping in the backyard. <laughs> Actually, probably that might work. I mean, she can't find me out there. They can't find you. So they're going to have to ask dad. Yeah. Um, No, but just getting outside during the day, I think that natural rhythm of getting that vitamin D, being outside, you know, our bodies need that. Yeah. And so whether or not you do a full workout or something, but, you know, if you just go for a little walk, sit out in the sunshine, that helps regulate your body. I thought that was really good. Exercise was repeated over and over and over. People said that if they got some exercise during the day, did something that was strenuous, their bodies were tireder, tireder? Yeah. More yeah. tired at night. And so it was easier for them to fall asleep. No, I think that's so true because I think there's something about feeling like you were productive that day, right? Yeah. I exercised or I got this done or I went outside or whatever. It like helps your body feel like, okay, I accomplished a task. Uh-huh. I can sleep now. Yeah. But it's on those lazy days when you've really done nothing and then you get to bedtime and you're like, uh, I just feel blah. Girl, I know. I mean, I, this has only happened a handful of times, but I can think of days where I just kind of like, you know, I'm going to stay in my bed and kick it today on a holiday or something. And then it comes at nighttime, and I'm like, well, I've already been here. Should I go sleep on the couch? I feel like I need a change of venue, you know? So I've been here a lot today. Listen, there have been times where Abby's gotten in my bed and uh-huh. I've gotten in her bed. <laughs> Y'all just switch places. Well, I mean, if she's comfortable here, I'll yeah. just go sleep in yours by myself. Yeah, I like that. Another one that I don't particularly like, but I know that this is true because this is what my husband is always saying to me to help me go to sleep at night is to get up earlier. Wait, what? Get up earlier. Because if you get up earlier, like if I, you know, get up at six, well, then I'm going to be tired by nine o'clock. Yeah, but then I need a nap at one. (laughs) And then if I nap at one, I'm not tired again at 10. That's the bad cycle. You have to push through the nap. You have to push through the nap. No, I don't. Anything before six just makes my stomach hurt. By the way, there were several people, because I asked crazy things that you've done, you know, when you were asleep, when you needed to sleep, if you were if you were tired. And one woman said that she was so tired the other day at work that she went to her car and took a nap. And she told her coworkers, hey, if I don't come back in 30 minutes, come and get me, you know, so I don't sleep through my whole shift. That's awesome. But that's what she did at her lunchtime. I mean, sometimes you just need to do that. Girl, I remember when Caroline was a baby, Jeremy and I had been out doing an errand or something like that, and he was at work, and I took him back to the church, and I said, babe, I don't think I can keep my eyes open. I'm going to go pull over here in this parking lot, and I'm going to take a nap. Will you call me in 30 minutes, make sure nobody has, like, taken me? Was the baby in the car, too? No. (laughs) And it was crazy, but I remember I knew, you know, like, when you are so tired, you know, and I just reclined my seat right back, and I rolled over, and I was done. Listen, you don't need to be comfortable sometimes. You just need a still place to lay your head. Just get still, and you're out. All right, so this one was repeated, and I think this is very true for me. No caffeine late in the day. So I can't have caffeine. I can't have caffeine. Like coffee after a certain time? Yeah. Okay. Can you? I can have Dr. Pepper (laughs) right before bed. Can you really? And still go to sleep. That's amazing. But I can't have tea. It's the types of caffeine. That's very interesting. My favorite tea is saltgrass. I love sweet tea from saltgrass. And if I have saltgrass sweet tea for dinner, I'm not going to bed. I wonder if it's the sugar, though, my man. Oh, you think it's the sugar, not the <laughs> caffeine? Because there's a lot of sugar in it, too. Yes. I've never thought about that. <laughs> Maybe it's not the caffeine. But there's a lot of sugar in Dr. Pepper. There is. 
listen, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I have to really limit my caffeine. You know, I, I can't have anything. If I really am craving like a warm drink or something, I just have to have decaf if I'm going to have it in the evening. I have decaf coffee in the evening. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I just can't. If I'm laying there in bed and I'm like, why am I not sleeping? Oh, and I feel frustrated with myself because I'm like, dang, you yeah. shouldn't have had yes. whatever you yes. had. Yeah, you know? that's good. Um, lots of people, lots of people are taking medication, taking melatonin, yes. and taking CBD oil. Okay, so melatonin is natural, right? Sure, yeah. Everybody can take that? Let me tell you something. I got my kids on it. My kids take melatonin. That's right, girl. <laughs> Yes, I started using it with one of my kids because they were not sleeping soundly. Yeah. yeah. I was like, let's do some melatonin. Yeah. Yeah, it has helped my kids a lot. You know what else helps? What? Advil PM. <laughs> Let me tell you what. I take I take an over-the-counter sleep thing, and I just take it. I take a half. If I take a whole one, man, I am like, I'm coming out of a it's coma. It's that powerful? It, yes, it is very what? powerful. Yeah, and it's just a little bitty pill, and it's just an over-the-counter thing that we get at uh, Costco. But I have to break it in half. We're going to need that in the show notes. Jeremy takes two whole ones. <laughs> he does not. He does not. You take half and he takes two? Yes. It's like, he's like putting down a bear. Yeah. What? <laughs> if the house is on fire, bro, what are we going to do? That's what I'm saying. You're saving the kids. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm out on the back porch, like getting taken what? off like Wizard of Oz with an umbrella. And he's. What in yeah. the world? Yeah. Yeah, we're spilling all the tea here. All right, the next thing that has helped is meditation apps. Okay, so I've heard of these. These are super cool, like the Calm app or Sleep. There's just various things that, like, help you calm down. Uh-huh. And honestly, this is probably a good idea for me because, you know, I lay in bed and I listen to some stupid sitcom, and that's how Wings. I fall asleep. Y'all yeah. look it up. Wings. Our poor 20-year-old listeners are like, <laughs> Wings? Yeah, you weren't alive when that came out. Who was? I want to know who was. I don't think I was alive either, probably. (laughs) But, um, you know, just I just have to listen to something to get my brain to shut off. But isn't that what they say about our kids? Like, they should be off tech. They should be away from the TV. Like, you should just give your body 30 minutes to wind down. Yeah. I just, as soon as my head hits the pillow, I'm like, like, there's just like a million things I could be thinking about. Well, see, I watch the news before I go to bed. And I know that doesn't calm everybody, but it calms me. It's so weird. And we fall asleep with the news on, and then I'll wake up at like 1 a.m. and turn the TV off. Do you really? And go back to sleep. When Jeremy and I were first married, I would sleep with the TV on, and it drove him so crazy, you know. But I would have, do you remember the sleep timer? Oh, I remember the sleep timer. Yeah, so I'd put a sleep timer on, so, so, but then when we moved... Out of that house, he was like, we're not putting a TV in the bedroom anymore. I just don't think it should be part of who we are or whatever. So we, <laughs> we don't have a TV in the bedroom anymore. So Such a revolutionary man. I know. Amazing. Um, clean sheets, sleepy time tea, lavender Oh, I know baths. several friends that do the sleepy time tea. They yeah. love it. Yeah, that worked for everybody. Um, We've already talked about baths on a previous episode, haven't we? I don't know. What do we say? Do you take baths? Uh, yeah, I love baths. But not every day. I thought we talked about that it's, um, you're swimming in your own filth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't we talk about that? No, we talked about this at the Gather Leadership Retreat. We talked about swimming in your okay. own filth. I'm just not down with it. So, yeah. I'm going to shower. Yeah. Well, I mean, I get that 100%. I just, it, it's relaxing to just sit in it with a bunch of bubbles and like read a book. I, I'm going to drop the book. I'm going to drop the book in the bath. You think I, you yes, will? Yes, yes. I don't have one of those cutesy little wood platters that goes across your bathtub for a candle and 
a glass of ice water and a book holder. I don't have that. I know those are super cute. I'm gonna drop it into water. So, you know, there's so many things that we could do to help us sleep better. And I really, I, I'm challenging myself. I want to challenge our mamas to, to like think strategically about your sleep. Like, how can you make this better? You know, if you do have a husband with you, how can you talk to him about, hey, we have got to figure out how to divide this work or who's getting up and stuff like that so that you you guys can both get sleep because you need sleep. We need it. It's important yes. for us to be effective. I think one of the things, you know, we talked about all of these different options to help us sleep, but one of the things that we really don't talk about is asking God to help us sleep. <gasps> We could do that. We could totally do that. We can totally ask him. I love, I had this mama um, message me and she said this. She said she got insomnia during her second pregnancy that stuck around even after. And it, it, it had been two years of battling it off and on. And she says this. She says, recently I learned in a church community group I'm in that everything is a lot more spiritual than we think. Sometimes even though our struggles have worldly names and explanations, they can still be a spiritual attack on your life. So it, it was suggested that I anoint and pray over my spot of the bed. I tried it two weeks ago, and I've been sleeping so well. I don't even have to think about it now. It's like I lay down, and my body just relaxes, and my mind quiets down, and I'm asleep in like 10 to 15 minutes. It has been so amazing that I then did it over my husband's side and my kids' beds. I love that. I love I think it. there's a lot of truth in that. I just think, why not? Why wouldn't we go to God with this? Why wouldn't we go to him and say, hey, I'm struggling to sleep. Will you help me? You know, will you help me? You're the creator of sleep. You're the creator of my body. Would you send help? I think it goes back to what we talked to with body image and dieting too. So many times as women, when we assume that it's normal and it's part of life, we kind of take it off the God side of the table and we go, well, it's, I became a mom. It's just part of it. I'm never going to sleep again. And when you read scripture, God does not say, okay, when you become a mom or when you become this or all women in America, No, he promises peace and rest. Yes, yes, because Proverbs 3.24 says this. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Oh, I love that. That's something we can ask for is sweet sleep. Yes. I think that is wonderful. Um, Psalm 4.8 says, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep, for thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. That's the King James Version. I was about to say. I know. The NIV version. Okay, okay. Thankfully, because I I know that one, but it says, I will lie down and sleep in peace for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. That you can sleep in peace. That that is something that we can claim, that he offers that to us. And then finally, in Psalm 121, 3 and 4, it says, He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will, will neither slumber nor sleep. So we can sleep in peace because he's not asleep. That's right. He's watching. He is paying attention. Yes. And I just, I was so thankful that she shared that with me. And I thought about, you know, my own kids when they struggle to sleep and how my first instinct is not to go and think, to go pray over their rooms and pray over their beds and pray for them. And the Lord's been convicting me about that. You know, my teenage son is struggling with some acne on his back and his face and stuff. And I realized I've bought all these different medicines and I, you know, we're going to the doctor, but have we prayed about it? And so recently every night at bedtime, I'm just putting my hands on his body and praying over him. And it's just those simple things. I think, why are we not going to God with this? He cares about every piece. Let's ask him to help us with our sleep. 
Well, and we just, I think we try to detach so much of our life and put it in little boxes and say, well, this is what happens when you're a mom, or this is what happens when you live in this neighborhood, or this is what happens when you have kids. And I think being a Christian means that we are spiritual beings, that God is a part of everything that we do. And so we can't keep certain parts of our life from God and then only offer him other parts. Oh, well, we're having a big issue, so God, can you take care of this? But I just can't sleep. That must be normal. Yeah. I love the idea that we lay all of that at his feet and say, God, you want me to be a healthy whole being. Yeah. And so to be a whole being, I need to do all these things. And so I'm going to invite you into all the parts of my life so that you can be in control over all of them. I love that. Hey, moms, I'm going to drop these scriptures and the tips that I got from other moms into the show notes in case you are looking for ways to improve your sleep. And we love you so much, and we're so thankful that in your very interrupted life that you would take a few minutes and let us be there with you. And uh, we will see you next time. Bye, moms. Gather Moms is part of a whole community of women who mom in any way, and we want you to connect to that community. Go to gathermoms.com to learn how to join a gather group.